0: Mop bucket girl on sideline of TCU. To be sweat sweat rat girl for Gary Patterson? Gary Patterson is like that uh home rental agreement that started off in a three year lease and then went month to month after that. Let me ask you this, Daniel. Do you think if you pissed off a, a Haitian princess, life would go well? I retract all my previous skepticism, Clint. You're dead on. Yeah, you why don't
1: you go shut down Andre the Giant? because he's playing the acoustic guitar right now. So, I don't think we're How long till uh till your boy uh Redneck Jeremy Pruitt punches a player straight in the face on the sidelines.
0: You will take a beating and you will like it. My armpit takes offense by that. But yes, it should. Welcome to Talking Dogs, I'm Clint.
1: And I'm Daniel, and we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is
0: a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert, but we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed, just like you do.
1: This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs, the way you would, at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over
0: a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs, so let's talk. Hello and welcome to
1: episode 19 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint. Clint, week four is in the books. The college football season is a third of the way over, which is absolutely crazy, and we are here yet again on a sunday night to talk about uh a game that was
0: talk about what? a little
1: bit a really? little bit more dramatic than i think either of yeah. us would have cared to see um let me just say this to set up this conversation we're going to spend um we're going to we're going to dive into the missouri game we're going to talk about all that comes to our mind to talk about. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit of the rest of college football as we typically do. We'll, we will definitely get into, we will, we will move forward and definitely get into this upcoming week's opponent in this episode, which is none other than the second grossest fan base in the history of college football, the University of Tennessee volunteers who it's honestly the only
0: thing getting me through this week is knowing that i'm gonna have cannon fodder for jokes for months in a row watching tennessee fans this week it's the only thing that gets me excited about football right now
1: golly how bad is tennessee but i digress we haven't gotten into that yet here's the thing georgia fans i just want a little public service announcement uh, we've obviously never recorded this podcast immediately following a Georgia loss. To date, we're only 19 episodes in, um, but uh, I just want to kind of set the tone for for who we are on this podcast. We are we we are going to refuse to be two things. We're going mm. to refuse to be like grumpy, angry, quote unquote objective, neutral observer who's trying to feed you information without truly being a fan. We're we're, we're going to refuse to be that. And at the same time, we're going to refuse to sugarcoat and we're, we're not going to be polite when politeness is not called for. No. When the team plays bad, we're going to talk about how the team plays bad. That doesn't mean we're not Georgia fans. And it doesn't mean that we don't think that we're going to win games in the future. But I understand you don't want to get on a podcast and listen to a bunch of negativity if you in your head have already moved on from this game. We're just going to essentially talk about the game as we see it. Um, and talk like real fans do. Here's the thing. If you want to get on Twitter... And you want to kind of puff up your chest and defend Georgia against a bunch of rival fan bases talking about how, oh, you barely beat Missouri, you squeak past Missouri. And you want to, you want to kind of get on the defensive and act like it's not that big of a deal. What happened on Saturday? That's great. That's Twitter. That's fantastic. Uh, this is a podcast for us. Yes. And so we're going to be honest. We're going to be honest with ourselves on this podcast. We're gonna be honest about how good we think Georgia is, and we're gonna be honest about the struggle that we see Georgia have. So, with that in mind, Clint, uh, how do you want to how do you want to set up this conversation about
0: Saturday's game? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I, I first want to set up. Um, uh, I, I want to set up an article headline that I read that I think I think exemplifies what maybe some people are feeling, or maybe you're tempted to feel. I want to get out a little bit of some bad blood of the game because it needs to happen because we need to be aware of it because uh, if you don't know where you failed you're just doomed to fail again right so let's let's set our expectations of who we are let's get to know our team a little bit more uh, but I, this is the this is the headline that I read and I want you as fan to reject it and I want Daniel if you've read this I, I know you rejected this so I'm going to tell you I'm going to caution you. The headline was this, after, quote, blowout win, Kirby Smart has nothing left but nitpicking for Georgia. Uh, no. no. I'm sorry. Yeah. some Somebody wrote that? Somebody wrote that. Uh, it's on a Bleacher Report feed. Uh, I learned the guy's name and then I immediately forgot the name because I couldn't. I, I was just going to harbor animosity towards him, so I couldn't. Uh, but he said the only thing left for Kirby to do was to nitpick the little things because we blew out Missouri. That's what he said. Okay. So, okay. So, Georgia fan, okay. don't, we be th- have different, don't be that guy. We have different definitions do of blowout. Yeah. yeah we need to not, have a real conversation.
1: Somebody needs to have a sit down with this man and explain to him what a blowout is because yeah. –
0: it's not what yeah. happened on Saturday, folks. It's no, not happened at it's, all.
1: N- no, it's not what happened on Saturday. And let me just, let me just phrase. Who was the better team on Saturday, Clint?
0: Missouri. Missouri was the better team.
1: I think so too, and I think Georgia fan, you, you, you might reject that and say whatever, blah blah blah. It's not true, but who? Look, there's a a strip. Fumble Mm -hmm. on a play that could have easily been whistled dead. I'm not saying whether or not it should have been. I'm just saying it could have easily been whistled dead. Okay? Okay, There was a ball. That's one. That's one. There was a ball that was dropped either short of the goal line or just over the goal line. Again, I'm not here to argue with you, Georgia fan, about which it was. I'm just saying that call could have easily gone against us. If that was called a fumble on the field... Is it gonna get overturned? No. Nope. No. Okay, so that's two. So, that's that's seven off the board for us and seven on the board for Missouri. There was a black punt for a touchdown. Uh, you you just look at I'm probably missing some,
0: but like you just look at the overall. Well, what about the game. pick that Locke had? He threw over the middle that we returned for the touchdown. His receiver oh, should off ca- bounced off dude's forehead.
1: Yep. Bounced off the dude's forehead. And we didn't return that for a touchdown, by the way. We didn't even oh, get yeah, a yeah, touchdown yeah, on that yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was a th- that was a three point swing because we couldn't punch the ball in the end zone from the four yard line. Yeah, we'll get back to that later. <sighs> okay. But I'm just just overall, we're getting into the details of the game, but just overall we we won by two touchdowns. On the road. Absolutely. But you watch that game, Missouri's the better team in that game. I'm not saying they're the better team. We'll get to that.
0: Over the As season. As the season goes. Yeah.
1: I'm not saying they are a better team than us. I'm saying on Saturday, they they played a better game. Yeah. Drew Locke
0: said it best. He came out in an interview and said, uh, we beat ourselves on Saturday. And that is absolutely true. Which, maybe, maybe I'll start with, the, it's not nitpicking. Kirby has some real coaching to do. In a real hurry. Oh, yeah. And we got, we'll got we discuss the challenges coming up to continue our season. But we have to do a little bit, not a little bit, we have to do overhaul on a couple of position groups uh, if we expect to be in contention down the road uh, and coach them up in a big way, get them in film study, or actually just make them have a backbone. Uh, but again, I, I digress. Uh, let, mm-hmm. me, let me start the lather up now, eight minutes into the podcast, get the sweat going. <laughs> Uh, so we'll get there. But, but Drew Locke is right. We did not deserve to win, but Daniel, we won. And it feels like we, we did. got away with theft. And you know what? Sometimes in a season, you need That's that. Right. You got to have that That's happen right. in a season. Some bounces go your way. Uh, so maybe I'll set up this way, and then we'll get into a couple questions. Uh, Daniel, do you know how many teams looked good? on Saturday just over the college football landscape. So, if I'm jumping in to say, man, you got to have theft once or twice in the season. You got to escape a couple of jams. Do you know how many mm. teams in the whole entire landscape looked okay? I mean, I, I maybe a handful. Maybe a handful. I'm going to list some some that I have and these aren't even full teams. I'm going Oregon looked good for a half and then they turned all Oregon on us. Okay.
1: They did. Uh, no- My goodness, did they ever.
0: <laughs> did they ever. Notre Dame looked good because of a QB switch because finally somebody learned how to coach up there and opened their mm-hmm. eyes, and Winbush is not good, and they realize mm-hmm. that now. Wake Forest coach is overrated. Also. <laughs> Wake Forest? <laughs> no. Also true. Wake Forest coach is overrated. Also true. Uh, Alabama looked good. I uh, hate saying it, but you got to say it. They looked good in their win. They handled business. Uh, Washington at times... But- but that's the list of teams that looked okay for a portion or I mean, all of the Texas, games. Texas, Texas looked pretty decent. I, I refuse to give at Texas times any in that credit. Win I, I, against TCU, whatever. Tom Herman's dead uh, to me, so I refuse to give him any credit. But yes, I probably. But have to your admit that. your
1: point is your point is fair. Every year, there are the. I mean, you think about like was Ole Miss better than Alabama those few years that Ole Miss beat Alabama? Were they a better team? No. But no. sometimes you play these games and even though you're more talented, you're better, sometimes you play these games and it just it's not your day and it doesn't go your way. Feels like that's what we had with Georgia, only we didn't lose the game. Correct. We we actually we won the
0: game mm-hmm. by two touchdowns on the road. And so and if I'm gonna even go further, if you and I we have love for Drew Locke because we think he's got real skill and he's getting you know Mel Kiper type love uh, to go into Drew Locke's backyard and to escape with a fourteen point win against one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC. I'll take it because he didn't he didn't light us up. He lit us up in yeah. some regard, but he didn't he didn't put up these gaudy numbers all over the place. Uh, that's more oh, absolutely that's more than we can say against other teams that looked real bad. So let me let me go a list of teams that looked awful. Uh, Daniel, you didn't you didn't put your eyes on LSU and Louisiana Tech, did you? You didn't put eyes on that game.
1: I did not watch yeah. that game. Okay, I feel I feel like I saved some brain cells by not yeah. by not viewing you, that game.
0: You did in a big way because LSU uh, for a fan that wants to get on and say we couldn't get a yard against Missouri and LSU is licking their chops. Hold the phone, cause I saw you try to punch the ball in three straight times against La Tech from the one, and you couldn't do it. It took it took you that many tries. So don't I'm don't sorry. don't get at me with that LSU. You guys should not be excited. You looked awful against way inferior opponent Louisiana Tech. Auburn against Arkansas. Stop it with Auburn. Hello. Just, just stop it. Who's a
1: Who's a better Who's a better team, Clint? Louisiana Tech or
0: Arkansas? Louisiana Tech. I'm sorry. It's L- not even close. Not even close. Louisiana it's, Tech has better coaching, close. better players, better discipline, better run game, better athletes. It's embarrassing that's what right. Arkansas is doing right now. Embarrassing. Uh that's and, right. The uh, only thing more embarrassing is not blowing them out. Which Auburn did not do. They won handily, but when you're at home, okay, Jordan Hare Stadium, you want to talk about how mm-hmm. intimidating you are. You should have been 50 to 3, 50 to nothing. Don't even try, uh, TCU. You're dead. Congratulations. Welcome to never being spoke about in relevant conversation. TCU, you've killed yourself. TCU,
1: just the, I mean, if you listen to the Locks podcast, you know that. Uh, you, I mean, I, I I thought TCU, you were gonna you were gonna show me something. I thought maybe that third quarter against Ohio State was a mirage. Mm. Turns out. Turns out the other two, the first two quarters against Ohio State were a mirage.
0: Yeah, that third so quarter was
1: was who you are. You that's are that's your who identity. You are. Uh, Golly, Gary Patterson was working oh. through sweat rags on that sideline. He probably used 40, 50 sweat rags during that game. Didn't help. Didn't, didn't help. There's no amount. It, there was no quantity of sweat rags that poor nineteen no. year old girl that was handing them to him no. could have done. Like could have. Had in that bucket that she was pulling them out of. How was, much no do you amount. have
0: to love your school to be mop bucket girl to, on sideline of TCU? To be sweat, sweat rag girl for yeah. Gary Patterson. How much do you have to love the Horn Frogs? Golly, that's that's love.
1: I mean, that's like um, I don't uh, know how I don't know how Methodist you have to be to to be that girl. All but all the Methodist. Gotta, it's gotta be. Just Texas Christian University has got to just run through them veins if that's who you're gonna be. Cause at least if you're if you're rocking the water bottle for the players, there's a something there's something. But you're just toting around Gary Patterson's sweat rags.
0: And it's not know. like it's not like Gary Patterson has a best-selling book you can have him autograph and it's gonna be worth something one day. I mean that's not what it's no. like. It, it, Gary He's Patterson just an old football coach. That's all he is. He's just, just some That's guy that was is. a high school football coach before he became head football coach at a college, back when nobody wanted to be head coach of TCU, and just has stayed there for eighteen years.
1: That's. I don't think TCU knows they can make a change. No, <laughs> I don't think I don't think TCU is aware that coaching changes are a thing. So
0: Gary Patterson just he's there. Yeah. Gary Patterson is like that uh, home rental agreement that started off in a three year lease <laughs> and then went month to month after that, and nobody talked about. How to end it? It just kept going, and people were like, "Well, this is uh, this is where I live now, and uh, you're comfortable with it. I'm co- okay. Let's keep it going." Uh, Gary Patterson is the Columbia Music Service of coaches. <laughs> <He's> the... <laughs> yes, that's, that's exactly what he is. Uh, okay, right, well, a why the heck teams. are we talking about well, Gary Patterson? Yeah, why? Let's let's. I, this is a Georgia football ooh, podcast. Uh, we, uh, Oklahoma struggled about. against Army at home. Army came in and said, "Let's play. Let's go toe to toe." It took them overtime to beat Army. Uh, Tennessee. <laughs> let's. We'll let's, get to that. Let's, we'll save, get to that. That we'll save. let's save that because Put that in your back
1: pocket. Put that in your back pocket. Uh, We're gonna get there.
0: And Old Dominion said, "Hey, what's up? Golly. Hey, what's up, V Tech?" Oh you! Oh you thought you were gonna compete in ACC. Oh let me expose oh. you. Oh
1: you thought beating Florida State meant something. Mm-hmm. Guess guess what, Virginia Tech. <laughs> Florida State is garbage. Yeah. yeah we are yep. Old Dominion. Yeah. Oh and three Old Dominion. Clint. The, the, they the, hadn't won a they hadn't won a game. No. No, 0-3. and did they did they squeak by Virginia Tech
0: in overtime, Clint? Oh wait, no, that didn't happen. What happened, Daniel? No, no,
1: no, they won by two tutties. Oh yeah, that's just right. they just came out and hung
0: 49. Ooh, forty nine <laughs> against Wait, wait, hold on. I thought the guys up at Blacksburg know how to play D. I, I thought I thought those boys just don't don't give up points, Daniel. Wait, you're telling somebody, me
1: somebody somebody show me a live video feed of the metal lunchbox that they towed around to those <laughs> games. Somebody show me that real quick after you <laughs> let old Dominion score forty nine. Uh,
0: no, that was That's gross. Uh, so so those that was the type of weekend it was. Lots of teams look bad. We snuck out of Mizzou with a win, and I'm thankful for it. But let's get to yeah. let's get to four. It's good kind to of, have that perspective. It's good that it's good it to is. have that
1: perspective. Though. It is um,
0: now. Yeah. Let's let me uh, don't don't pat me on the back so quick because I'm about to go full sweat back into Uh-oh. bitter. You're about to go deep dive um, off the cliff. Deep uh, dive dark. It. Okay, good. Let's talk about first. Uh, some things that may have happened in the game where we got screwed. And let's give I'm I'm going to start by giving you some points before I take them all back. A couple of places we got screwed on the game. Uh people wanted to get mad at From and I was one of them for his performance in the first half. That pick that he threw, it wasn't a pick. It was a, a great throw. It was a great throw. He threaded it right there. Uh that was just wrestled out and it should I'm have been. I'm not
1: a even fumble. mad at I'm not even mad at Micol for that. No. No. Pick. It's just such a great play by the defender. Was he was bang, right bang. there on the play.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh you throw that if Fromm throws that ball ten more times, it's probably incomplete uh it's probably incomplete six times, completion four times, and intercepted right. zero times if he right. throws it ten more
0: times. There's just yeah. yeah. Uh the penalty on Cade Mays for his little push at defensive guy after the play, it wasn't I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Push was too violent of a word to describe what Cade made that that fly swat dismissive kind of gesture he gave that was called a roughing penalty, bro. Let what... me let me
1: let me tell you something. Look, I'm just a guy that doesn't know nothing about nothing. But let me tell you something, fish SEC official. If Cade Mays wants a roughing penalty, he'll get it. He he'll let you know. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. he Cade Mays gonna get his money's worth. If he wanted to rough that guy up, let me just tell you, that guy would have been roughed. Mm-hmm. Okay, he that you would have not have had to ask him was that roughing, because when you peeled him off the ground, you would have known that's a roughing penalty. There on, are on Cade Mays.
0: There are areas of of swamp infested South that have no Cade Mays crossing signs up there because alligators be bruised. Where he's gone, okay. Don't don't even try that. He's a bad man, and that little push was Gosh. junk. So there's a couple yeah, a garbage calls that that stalled out a whole bunch. That push was bad. There, there were so many things. This was such a sloppy game. We got screwed on a couple ugly. of a couple of calls like that. Sure, uh, sure we did. Daniel, where can go you go ahead, I, Clint? Go ahead. Uh, okay, go ahead. Let's talk go about it. where we screwed ourselves. And Daniel, mm-hmm. I have a list of things. Do you know what I happen to have repeated on my list three times? Three times I have this repeated, and it's every other one that I have where we screwed ourselves.
1: My goodness. Um, uh, God, what The list is so long that I could choose from. I'm going to go with, to me, the worst thing about this game, which is uh, we can't
0: tackle anybody. Tackling. What? Why? We just, why can't? Why can't, we, why can't we tackle, guys? Why can't we do why one can't of the we most fundamental anybody? things of all of football? Why is that so just, hard? We, golly, we looked bad. Oh, real quick, looked, real quick, Richard LeCount. Bad. Richard LeCount. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I could. If I had the ability, if Daniel allowed mm. me to, I would cut you mm. from my fantasy team right here, right now. You, you, you'd you, be on the waiver wire, and I would rather have that slot get me a zero each week than have you perform what you did this last week. That was the worst game I have seen out of anybody in the DB section in a very long time. God,
1: people just, people just could not... And we were right in there. We were there? People could not fall over themselves fast enough to praise Richard LeCount these last two weeks. And, man, did he not back it up this week. He did not have a performance. But he was not alone, Clay. No, no, he was he not. He was not alone.
0: <laughs> no. He was not no.
1: alone on that defense. Uh, um I have – look, we said on this podcast on yes, Thursday's yes, episode, we said – if if Missouri's going to beat us, how are they going to beat us? How are they going to do it? They're going to beat us running the football.
0: Oh wait. And how, how were they in the game, Daniel? My word.
1: But even I did not have any sense that we just that we be giving up 6-7 yards per play and and literally have nothing to say about it. We nope. had there were maybe 3 or 4 drives in that game where our defense looked like they were finally ready to wake up. And then and then we just could, we couldn't we could stop them. We could not stop the run, and they were not doing anything exotic. They
0: nothing. were not
1: doing anything fancy. They were just—Kirby said it in his post-game press conference. He said, we were just outmanned. That's it. Somebody asked him, what do you do about this, this week in practice? And he said, there's nothing magic that you can do. We just got outmanned in this game. That can't happen against Missouri, Clint. That, just, that can't nope. happen against Missouri. It's Missouri. Look, here, it can't happen.
0: Here's what you did, Georgia defense that got pushed around. You put me in such a sour mood. I couldn't find joy of the halftime shows ESPN, CBS, all of them put on. Because, by the way, if if sideline reporting and booth narrative color commentary is a joke, where you get pushed after that, where you can't cut it in the booth, is you go to studio yeah. Uh, Goodness gracious! I couldn't enjoy the joke that is the studio of all these places because I was fuming so much, rehashing the "You're coming at me and I can't stop you." It's like that dream where you can't run fast enough to outrun mm-hmm. the animal or the whatever's chasing you. That's what it felt like for the defense. It just felt like every time they wanted to go ahead, get six yards on us. Go ahead, like we can't do nothing about it. So, wh- why aren't you taking it from us? It was bad, it was
1: bad. I, I let me tell you something, not nearly as pronounced, but that that I just I think it needs to be said. And listen, we're not here to pile on or to, whatever. But the game was just so it was such a. we will we'll get to maybe some positives after this. We'll maybe, we'll kind of end on some positives.
0: Maybe if we get there.
1: No, I got I have I have plenty of positives. Yeah, but I do too. Tell- we'll, we'll, we're focused on the negatives right now. We'll get to the positives. But Rodrigo Blankenship, what what are you doing, bro? Like what what happened? But
0: I just don't but what happened? Did we did because, we pull a like nobody no none of the coaches did quality control coach not come for the wake up call? Was he not on the trip this week?
1: I wanna know, was the wind blowing forty miles an hour in one direction? Because I didn't notice it. Like, if you were there at the game, maybe you could let us know. Like, was the wind blowing 75 miles an hour from one end zone to the other? Because, because there were times when Rodrigo literally kicked it through the goalposts. Correct. And there were times when he couldn't get it to the three-yard line. No. Like, I don't understand. I thought it was 2016 all of a sudden. Like, he couldn't put the ball in the end zone. And then... Look, missed field goal from forty-five plus. Sure, I'm not gonna say Whatever. one word about it. I'm nope. not gonna say Rodrigo is clutch. He is money on those field goals. I'm not gonna say one word about it. But you can't let that kick get blocked, bro. N- no, like you can't. You can't let that kick get blocked. You you gotta put that ball up in the air. That was that was the least Rodrigo performance. It, who? I mean, he's. If you had to say who's our most consistent player on the entire team, offense, defense, special teams. You would have probably said Rodrigo Blankenship going into this week. Absolutely. Rightly so. He literally had done nothing wrong so far this season.
0: Made every kick, kicked it out of the end zone, boomed it out, every kickoff, did he everything. He had
1: literally done everything he was supposed to do right. And this weekend, he was probably sub-500 on between kicking it into the end zone and making field goals. Like, he was probably under 500.
0: Uh, it was it was a bad Man, week. Who- who pissed original. off a Haitian princess? Like who? Who got some bad? Because because that's that's what it feels like. <laughs> is that in this game. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? I'm sure there's a Haitian princess somewhere along in history. This, that, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I just did I didn't know they were. I didn't know they were putting.
0: Let me ask putting, you this, Daniel. Do you think if you pissed voodoo. off a, a Haitian princess, life would go well with you? Do you think that? You, <laughs> I, has, I don't. Thank I you. actually don't. Okay. I d- I, and, I'll
1: t- and I will say this. I have some friends that live in Haiti and and like voodoo and witchcraft is a big deal over there. And so it's likely that the Haitian princess c- could put some sort of a voodoo curse on you. I retract all my previous skepticism. I thank, you. I thank you. You're
0: dead uh, on. I thank you. This is the last place where we screwed ourselves. Um, I don't know what got in the heads of the coordinators this week. I don't have any clue. No. I, I I, wish we could have a sit-down. I wish I could have you watch tape with me and you could defend your choice of plays on third and short, on first and 10 a couple of times to start a drive, uh, down near the red zone. I, I really, on third down, we need a first down. I really, really wish you could sit down because some of the plays calls were indefensible in my book and we just shot we didn't give our players a chance. Now they didn't take chance when we gave it to them. So let's let's not put it all on the coordinators, but both sides Golly. of the ball, I don't know what we were doing. It, it was like they they didn't get their their hungry man breakfast in the morning as well. There was
1: let me just let me ask you this, Georgia fan. You're watching this game. It's the fourth quarter. Has has anything that's happened in this game? given you the impression that on third and one we have the ability to run the ball straight ahead and gain a yard has anything that's happened to this point in the game given you that impression no no it hasn't look i know you want to be able to run the ball straight ahead on third and
0: one and gain a yard I know that's your identity. And technically, if you say we should be able to line up and mash him in the face. Okay, technically, you're right. I'm fine. Of course. But how about we go off of what's... And so, listen, the first time,
1: you call that play, it doesn't work. And I believe the first time Brian Harrion was in, which... Oh, I, gosh. Again, don't, even, get me, don't even... Don't even... If you want to get me going on that don't want what is Brian Harrion doing in the game right there love me I love Brian Harrion, but there was a gaping hole on the left side of that line if DeAndre Swift had been in the game he would have gained thirty yards on that play if Elijah Holyfield had been in the game he would have gained at least five uh, uh Brian Harrion just ran into the pile
0: it no, was I ugly no vision
1: but by the but by the third time you're going for it on third and one no oh. Short yardage, and you're calling the same types of stuff. Like, run a jet sweep, and, not and just only, give it a not shot. Not even
0: running the same stuff. Forecasting to the to Mizzou, we're gonna run this. Okay, again, if that's what you want your identity to morph into, sure. I want to be that team too, where I line up and I say, "Stop me," and you can't. Yeah. Great. Uh We it, just weren't today. We weren't, we weren't today. today. So learn. And don't try so, to force something yeah. and change it Let's try up, to
1: guys. Get a first down. Let's try to get a first down instead of pretending that we are capable today against Missouri to be something that we're clearly not capable of being. I feel like as a Georgia fan, we had one of those like chalkboards, and it said number of days since the last time <laughs> we criticized Jim Cheney. you know, and it was like. At the Missouri game, we had to walk over and erase it. Oh yeah, you know, and oh, just yeah. write zero, zero. <laughs> uh,
0: Jim, Jim, this was uh, this was not your day, bro. And that's okay. We have some bad ones. Please, learn, we, we just had such a
1: we had such a good run. We did of not Jim, criticizing Jim Chaney, uh, didn't we?
0: I, and I didn't had we have the run, such a good run, Georgia we, I fans. had the run, and I had the run at the beginning of the season where I was talking Jim Chaney up like he's going to be the next coach of a school somewhere. Uh, yeah, it turns out that uh, that Jim just had a old man moment. The, apparently, I don't know what he the, did. The
1: run came to an end. Let's it start did. a new streak, Jim. Let's start a new streak.
0: You got this. I believe in All you, right. Jim. I love you. Okay, Daniel. Um, where did we help ourselves? What are you excited about? What were highlights that going forward into SEC play we're going to say, no, no, no. Here, here is the the shining moments where I could see this continuing.
1: Okay, wait, I have to stop you right here. Is this the last of the categories? Because I. I refuse to end this on a negative note. We have to. I want to. I want to yeah. get all your negative thoughts
0: out of the way. Oh, you want to go before okay. we? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, then, then go skip with ahead. me. Okay, I'm gonna skip we'll come ahead. Back. We'll come back to this. I want to talk about where we need help in a drastically bad way. I want to talk about areas okay. where we can grow. We need help. Let me hit a couple. Um, Uh, And let me start again. Richard LeCount, put down the bat. And if I see you on Twitter carrying a chain, a bat, or anything menacing at all, I'm going to come slap you myself. You're not menacing. (laughs) Put everything down. I now know why you carry the bat. Because you're afraid if people looked at you, they would know I could take him. Uh, You need that bat for protection, apparently. Put it down.
1: All right. Let me me attempt to come to Richard's defense here. Everyone... Everyone Richard defended in this game was like six seven two eighty five, correct or incorrect? That's
0: uh, that wide receiver. I forget his name now. He was giant. I, that, okay,
1: that tied okay. They had two tight ends, and they were both Olawale Wallahallahu and. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: you, you did a great job with that. John
1: John Smith, I believe, is the other guy's name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Might as well be. <laughs> But when they, when they, I mean, it's just he—he he had a tough matchup. But I'm Richard talking. i no, no, he's not the biggest axe in the barn.
0: I'm, I'm talking no, coming down on edge on run plays. I'm not. I'm, I, can't fault you for six, seven dude jumping up and grabbing a ball. Whatever. I. I can't. That little squatty running
1: back squared oh. him up oh. and hit him so hard. Oh. I never. I honestly. And I look, I, I hope Richard Lecount learns some great lessons and bounces, but I've never been more embarrassed for a Georgia player no. than, than that moment. He he just got destroyed by that little guy yeah. uh on his way to one of his three rushing touchdowns
0: or whatever that he had in the game. Uh so we we need some help starting there, not just pretending to be menacing, but where we need help is we need a a soul, a backbone that says, you can keep coming at me, but I ain't backing down. Uh, I didn't see, I I saw a little bit, I I dare say quit, but I saw the beginnings of what could be called quit in some of our defensive minds. They had in their mentality. They believe they couldn't stop them. Like us as fans, I could sit at home all day long and say, well, we can't stop them. But as a D player, you can't ever have that enter your mind. Every single play, you go back out there and say, I'm going to come crack on you. And it looked like some some contributors were beginning to believe we're we're done, we can't do nothing, and that that can't ever happen if you're playing.
1: Yeah, it was a it was an ugly performance by the defense, the defensive line. Look, the pass rush I thought was great, and the and the we're gonna talk about positives, but the pass defense I thought was great. Yes, um, but. But I, I don't know if it's the the lack of the ability to actually get it like get to the quarterback to actually not just hurry him but sack him I don't know if that starts to weigh in the minds of the defensive linemen to where like now they start believing it. They, they just they just don't have the fire and the you know you, they start to get frustrated and maybe that plays into it Look I know Monty Rice didn't play in this game that's a big deal right. we we yeah, we'll talked just... about that and so like that's a big deal. The fact that he's not going to go, he's maybe, he's maybe your best inside backer, uh, which is which is arguably the most important position on the field for stopping the run, and so, uh, and so there's that for sure. But yeah, we 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 need some help with physicality on defense. Um, if I just if I could just jump in. We need some help with physicality on the offensive line Thank as well, you. Clint.
0: Yeah,
1: we can't. It, it, anybody who wants to sit here and look me straight in the face and tell me the offensive line is the strength of this team is is a joke. That's not that's no, not I,
0: real. I I know what the strength of our team is, and it ain't it ain't the five guys opening up holes for anybody. No, the strength
1: of our offense is the positions, skill positions, and the strength of our defense is our secondary. Ain't nobody in no trenches the strength of no team.
0: Nah, that
1: we that we cheer for, and that's as a Georgia fan, that's con- that's that's concerning, for sure. That we a little bit, and because it's concerning because we we just want to believe that that's not true about us, and so if we came out and just went all Oklahoma on them, yeah, and and threw the ball. A, a billion times and just threw a bunch of quick passes, but that's not what we're ever going to try to do. No, that's not how Kirby wants to play. That's not how I want us to play, but we got to have some movement on some people. We got to be able to, to move the ball consistently. And we had some good runs, you know, Elijah had 90 or whatever. Yeah. Uh Swift had some great runs. Uh, it, you know, I, we had some good runs, but, but the
0: offensive line is not the strength of this team. No. They, they, they struggled a little bit on Saturday. Now, that Cat 5 from Missouri, he can play. He can ball. No, he's
1: a great player. He's a, he's great, a great player. player. Um, Kirby said it, though, in the in the press conference leading up to the week. There's one of those on every team. Of course. That's not that's – not Terry Beckner Jr. is a great player. He ain't special no. when it comes to the SEC. Just because you are going to get drafted in the first round – doesn't mean you're special in this nope. league. Still means you got to fight Guess for what? it and earn it. Auburn's got Auburn's got two guys on that D line that are going to get drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. LSU probably got a guy on that D line that's going to get drafted in the first round.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's just that's just the way that it... I mean Texas A and M for crying out loud had the number one overall pick in the draft a couple of years ago with Miles Garrett. That's Texas A and M, right? That's not like it's not anything. You're gonna have one of those guys every week. You got to be able to move them. You got to be able to run away from them. You got to be able to make a miss. You got to be able to double team them. You got to be able to. You got to be able to move people. Right. And consistently, we couldn't do that enough in this game, especially in the first half. The second half, the offense definitely picked it up. Um, I thought we came out of the locker room and looked great on that first offensive drive. We did. I thought we were starting to establish some identity, but then. Yeah, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't ever, we couldn't ever put them away. Combination of the offense and the defense, we couldn't ever get together to put them away.
0: Man, we just, we really loved, we really loved giving them every chance to come back and make it a game. Uh, and and while we're on the offensive line, uh, if you're not concerned about our guard position now and heading into four weeks without Ben Cleveland, yeah, we had-
1: we hadn't mentioned that. Big Ben oh. with the injury. Uh, that's a blow. That's a huge blow. That's a blow. With With Thomas already, clearly yeah. not 100%. You know, you'd like to think that Tennessee and Vandy, you're going to roll through those games, um, which is fine and all well and good. But, you know, Thomas tried to give it a go. He clearly either wasn't ready to play or re-injured you know, himself at, in the early parts of this game as he hobbled off the field after yeah. the first series or whatever when he was out there. Um, it's not like Cade Mays played poorly. No. But now you – with Thomas out, now you lose who was maybe – I mean,
0: Lamont is great. Oh, Lamont. You know what I love about Lamont? He's, really quick. I love Lamont carries blocks 15, 20 yards – down the field, I love that.
1: The referee has to come tap Lamont on the shoulder and say, "You can stop now. You're done, man. So you can. St- it's over. Love we it. good. He's an animal. We good. Uh, he is an animal. But you lose in Cleveland with Thomas out, easily your second best offensive lineman now.
0: Yeah,
1: right. At, and now he's out, and so now you got Lamont. Thomas is questionable. Uh, Cleveland is out. You got Sally at left guard who is playing nah, he's yeah, he's had his best. moments. He's had his moments, but um but it's not exactly like he's changing the world out there. Nah. And then you got you got Isaiah Wilson over there at, at right tackle who again is is playing serviceably well, but he's not flashing to the point that you feel like He's ready to be a star. It, the offensive line is a, is a bit of a concern. We're now, you know, everybody. It's this is where the depth comes mm-hmm. into play. Mm-hmm. This is why this is why Kirby recruits all these offensive linemen. Justin Schaefer comes in, who is, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you this. I had this conversation with uh, with a buddy of mine actually two weeks ago, and I said, "Who's going to transfer off the offensive line after the season's over?" Because somebody's, you know, some people are going to transfer after the season. Georgia fans just get used to that. We're gonna have people are going to transfer off this team every year for the for the rest of time. Yeah, and you just have to get used to it. Uh, That's the way that's the way it works when you recruit at this level. And we both said there are two locks to transfer off this team on the offensive line, and they are um, Justin Schaefer and. Notori Johnson. Those those are the two guys we said were 150. We're going to transfer, and sure enough, Solomon or Ben Cleveland goes down, and guess who comes in the game at right tackle or at right guard? Yep. None other than Justin Schaefer. So uh, who knows? Maybe he's maybe he's impressing the coaches more than we're hearing about. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know what the offensive line is going to look like moving forward, but it's it's a concern.
0: Sure. You know, Dan. Uh, you know who. Whose fault this game was not at all, and this one was just the reach of the century for the dog fan that put this up on Twitter. I don't know what you were thinking, uh, but this game was not Fromm's fault. Like, oh, stop. Well, this is stop. what I. This is what they said. I'm really sad to see, and I think it could have changed the game had Fields been in more. Look. Look, if you want to find a guy who wants to see Fields hit the hit the playing field more, look no further than me. I I've been on record. I I love well me. documented, well documented, it's well documented. I love From, I love Fields. If there was a hype train to get him on the field more, I'd be taking signatures at the grocery store, begging you to sign my petition. It. Mm -hmm. don't even that's not the reason this game was like this and if fields was in it would have gone the same exact way don't try you're you're reaching at that point with that argument and that conversation all you're basically telling me is you don't like from is what you're saying when you talk that way which is not that's not going to help us right now
1: i mean it's when i hear that all i hear is like oh you you were real tense during the game also sure yeah like we get it. We, we were all real tense okay. during Come, the game. Calm like, down. We,
0: like that's not grass we, but straws. We
1: we get it. We were all yeah. mad. Everyone says things that are dumb yeah. when they're mad. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, that's not we. That's not that's no. not what went wrong in this game. No, I mean, yeah. Let's talk about some things that went right. right in this game before we move on. We unless then we need to move on. We, we need, need to 24-hour rule uh-huh. this thing, uh-huh. and we need to move on to right. the rest of the
0: season. Right. Um, well, then, Daniel, let, let me go first. Uh, yeah. Because what we helped ourselves out in a great way, and that gave me hope, is you want to you wanna put any of your DBs out on the field against any of our wideouts on any given day? Go ahead. Go ahead, go man. Ahead. I don't care. You want to take them inside, you want to put them outside, put them on the slot. I I don't care because I trust our receivers every day more than I trust whatever DB you got out there guarding them. I don't care.
1: That that, that catch by Holloman down the sideline, going to get overshadowed by the bonehead play that he made going into the end zone. We get it, but guys don't. That catch, though, that catch that he made, and then he just came down— and and kept running like nothing happened. Like they're just wanting anything to see. I thought Holloman and Ridley. Ridley showed you know, Nicole, up. Mecole, I just, I just, Mecole, we expect it now. Like yeah. we don't, I don't yeah. even, it doesn't even surprise me. When Fromm rares back and he throws the ball more than 20 yards, I just say, Touchdown, Miko! Like that's is i don't know who's out there, but I know who's out there. It's number four. But Ridley and Holloman showed up in this game in a major way. Two, two legitimate weapons. It feels like we have on the outside right now. Two big body guys who can go up and get the football. Who are strong and physical and can run a little bit. Uh, the. I love our wide receivers. Love our. I wide thought you receivers. were. I thought you were going to say, Clint, if you want to line your wide receivers up against our oh. defensive backs, oh. well, why why don't you just go ahead?
0: Uh, it tur- it turns out that Holloman has been practicing all year long against our boy DeAndre, which again I feel that it is appropriate to apologize once more because after you. Locked down an entire side of the field once more. I need to repent again for my shade I threw at you. Beginning of the season, it turns out Holloman's going against Baker every day and says, "You guys don't have something better than him, so throw whoever you have." Our deep, our secondary on pass. Whew.
1: Drew Lock has zero passing touchdowns in this game. Uh, how many catches you boy have over there? Uh, number one wide receiver for Mizzou. How many how many how many catches he have?
0: He was the guy that was supposed to take the lid off the defense and open up the playbook right. and stretch the field, that's right. right? That's right. That's I, right. I don't remember his name, Daniel. There's gotta be a reason why I don't remember his name being called on Probably that. probably because you never heard it said. Ah, that's probably on the why.
1: broadcast the broadcast 'cause cause Broski didn't have a touch. Broski he didn't he didn't make a catch. Let me ask you a follow up question, Clint. Is he injured? Is I, that is that man injured? Okay,
0: look, hey, does he does
1: hey, he have an injury?
0: As has, ESPN is reporting, Booth, he don't have an injury. Like Baker had the flu, as you said on Saturday, no. Daniel.
1: He ain't
0: he ain't yeah. injured. It's called it's called the DeAndre is real good, and I I want to save yeah. face. How do I save face?
1: No, I, he's got an injury, but it ain't the kind that you're nah. talking about. Nah. It's just nah. e-
0: ego gets bruised no. real easy.
1: My man's pride is hurt a little bit, but but, but he does not have a leg injury of any no. kind. No. There's nothing.
0: How about his when legs, they took His DeAndre. legs don't
1: run as fast as DeAndre's <laughs> legs.
0: That's what his that's injury the, is.
1: That's the injury
0: that we're talking about. Uh, hey, how about when how, – how much disrespect can you have for somebody that midway through the game, you have shut him down mm-hmm. so much that coach is like, Hey DeAndre, I I think you've demoralized him enough. <laughs> why don't you go cover Ola Halahu? <laughs> for you a go, minute? Why you go pick on somebody who's bigger? Let's give you a challenge on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so demoralizing. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you. Why don't you go shut down Andre the Giant for real quick <laughs> and then? Because. Because this dude over here is just sitting Indian style on the field crying, <laughs> so I don't think we need to worry. I don't think we need to worry about him catching any more balls, because because <laughs> he's playing the acoustic guitar right now. So
0: I don't think we're. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that uh, the sports psychologist was now a needed profession <laughs> on the sideline, but it turns out. Oh, yeah. It's needed. Barry Odom's got one on speed dial. He's,
1: <laughs> yeah, he's needed. He's needed big time. Um, Stokes as well. Let's talk about 27 for a minute. Oh, there, my goodness. not only did he block a punt with his throat, <laughs> but uh, which has got to be the worst way to block a punt. But Absolutely. Not only did he block a punt with his throat, but he had a play in the end zone right before that that was a – should have been a pass interference call. 100%. He got so lucky. He was beat. He had no idea where the ball was, and you and I both texted each other and we said, "Oh no," because yeah. that was part of the game when Tyson Campbell was out. Ugh. Um, and 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 it was like a, "Oh no, we got we got this guy in, and this is our best weapon." And then all of a sudden, he just started balling out. He just came to play. Yes. Uh, I don't know if DeAndre Baker went over to him on the sideline and just looked at him. For a minute, but something happened
0: where all of a sudden Stokes, he learned how yeah. to play DB real yeah. quick. Yeah, DeAndre said, uh, look, if you're going to associate yourself with my position, you're going to step your game up or don't be associated. Then, yeah, don't <laughs> go hard or go home. Let's not. Uh, I think uh, our pass pro showed a lot more hope this game. There were uh, times. hundred 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 percent where we flashed and we gave from a pocket and he was able to step up in it. I loved seeing that. Uh, I loved seeing our pass rush get after it. Uh, I love seeing Britton Cox get more snaps and stay on the field mm-hmm. for more plays. Those mm-hmm. were thrilling. And the final thing I'll touch on, and then Daniel, I'll, I'll ask you what you think about us. I am I am in full-fledged support that Elijah needs a good lion's share of the carries than I was previous. I thought maybe a spell here and there. I love me Elijah six seven yards at a time. Uh, give me more of that. Yeah, it's a uh, this is fascinating. I
1: was I was texting with one of our listeners after this uh, this game, and yeah. I will allow you to feel that way. That's uh, what I'll say. That's, I, just, you're, I don't.
0: You're being. You're being foolish, Daniel. You're being I, foolish. Yes,
1: that's, that's fine. I'm just not. Guys, it's not like I am who I am. I'm not. I'm not enamored with Elijah Holyfield. I you're, just don't. You're foolish. I don't see anything oh, there. My goodness. It's why I, to, I told my buddy. I told my buddy Elijah Holyfield. To me, is a very poor man's Nick Chubb. You st-
0: okay, I just I, I'm gonna stop. I'm I gonna stop can't. right there. I watched this game with my wife, and she watching the game, watching the game. She's she's not a a huge fan at all. She watches it with me to entertain me and humor me. She gets into it. She's a dog fan, and she knows the guys' names, and she can follow along. She knows football, but she watched Elijah run a couple times, and then we rotated out, and she said, "Hey, hey, Clint." Where was the guy that was running before, and why did we go away from him? Elijah popped back in, and she said, "Him? Why do we take him out? Because we do so much better when he's in the game." Now, Daniel, you're you're far too close to the forest, man. You're far too Look, close to the tree to see the forest. All right, man. Your 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 wife's a sweet lady. <laughs> she's she's. I'm gonna she's cut great. this. I'm gonna cut this and have her listen to it. So just love 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 her to death. That's 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 fine. That's okay. all. I, that's all uh-huh. I need to say about uh-huh. it. She's
1: she's fantastic. Uh-huh. She's fantastic. Loved by everyone who's ever met her. <laughs> that's, um, that's true. Look, look, uh, look. Am I happy Elijah Holyfield's on my team? Absolutely, hundred uh, percent. And I listen. I'm not here to be like. Look, I said Swift was going to have a big day, and I was wrong. Okay, Swift looked good on some runs, but he did not have a big day. He did not break one. I I came away from this game feeling like, if I'm gonna be honest, we're not very good at running back. Wow, and, eh. that's what that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. That's... So and and that's my buddy that I was texting with said Elijah Holyfield is our best running is our best back and I said that may absolutely be true, but all that says to me is I don't like us at running
0: back. You've been I spoiled. I don't think you've that been good. spoiled, so, Daniel.
1: Yeah, that's right. You're darn right. I've been spoiled, and I should continue to be spoiled for the rest right. of my life. That's true. Uh, uh, look, bottom right. line on this game, and then we, we we need to we'll get off of it. Bottom line on this game is we won the game. That's but it. Okay, great. We we won the game. The game was never inside of ten points for any significant length of time in the second half. We 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 there was never a time in that game where I thought we were going to lose the game. True or false? True. Yeah, that's, yeah. We we looked convincing, like like the game was ours the entire game. It was frustrating because we could not blow o- blow it open the way that we've gotten so used to seeing from a Georgia team. Yes. But we won the game handily, and and we're moving on. We're that's on. It's the best way to put it, Daniel.
0: That's the best way to put to it. To
1: this next week, and there is no reason in my mind that this can't be a one-time, like a one-game situation. Correct. Could it be that we learned some things about our team and we are just not very stout against the run and we're going to struggle all year against running teams? That could be true. And if you're a Georgia fan, you have to admit that could be true. Yes. But but it's not necessarily what I think is true. I, I think what's true is that we played at – a.m. local time, or whatever it was, and we were mostly asleep, and Missouri's a better running team than everyone thinks. Yeah, that was very evident. Missouri has a better offensive line than everyone thinks, even than Kirby thought. Because, I mean, you could tell, in Kirby's post-game press conference, this is how it started. Kirby literally sat down at the table and said, well... That did not go the way that I expected it to go. And then he said, "First, let me start by giving credit to Missouri. They're a great football team." And I was like, "Well, coach, that's not where you started, though, Mm-mm. is it? Mm-mm. Like you already you already told us what you thought of Missouri. What you thought of Missouri was, we're going to blow this team out." That's what he thought. That's what he thought. And that is not what happened. No. no matter what Bleacher Report wants to report to you, uh, that yeah. is not what happened. That's not what happened. Speaking of a team getting blown out by another team, oh. Tennessee comes to town oh. this week.
0: Clint? Hey, Daniel. Daniel, uh, over under whiteboards losing their lives this week. <laughs> over under two and a half whiteboards losing their lives. On I don't life. know how many whiteboards
1: Tennessee football athletic department can afford. Yeah. They're paying Phil Fulmer a lot of money. They're paying him a lot of money Lots. to be the offensive line consultant yeah. for this team that that ran the ball so effectively against Florida. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Philip Fulmer and your offensive line guru the skills that you're lending to the team. Uh, Tennessee how week. long... How long till uh till your boy uh redneck Jeremy Pruitt punches a player straight in the face oh. on the sidelines?
0: Oh it's people. He it just, is coming. It's coming. You it's can coming. feel it. Really quick shout out, I, I brought up the whiteboard. I don't know who this guy is, but he I'm I need to buy this man a pint. Uh the coach that was drawing up plays on the whiteboard. He didn't miss a beat. He didn't, he didn't miss a beat. Pruitt came and kicked the whiteboard, and the guy just kept on drawing like it was nothing. You know
1: why, Clint? You know why? Why? Because that ain't the first time he's been holding the whiteboard. And Jeremy Pruitt's <laughs> kicked it. That ain't, and it won't. That be happens the last. on the regular. Yeah. That that happens on the regular. <laughs> Uh, no, that dude. He just sat there and just kept on drawing. Yes, he did up the play.
0: Yes, he did. Uh,
1: no, Jeremy. That Pru- time. Remember that time Jeremy Pruitt told a Tennessee player, "Hey, you're up. And, you're in."
0: And what did he say? Buckle Daniel? up
1: that chin. Buckle up that chin strap. <laughs> you in the game? And then Tennessee player just said, "Nah, I'm nah. I'm good, Coach. Ain't going. Ain't going. Ain't going do it. I'm not." I'm not going into this game. Whatever your name is, what's his name? Like Quarter? Is Uh, it Quarter? I
0: thought it was Quay or Quarter or something like that. Yeah, it's got a Q in it.
1: I don't know what his name is. It's like quarté or Quarter or Nickel or Half Dollar or something. (laughs) Less less
0: than a full buck.
1: Yeah, Susan B. Anthony, I believe is his name. Uh, But he told – Jeremy Pruitt looked at old Susan and said, Susan, you're up. You're in the game. And Susan said, I'd rather not i re- you know what? If I'm being honest, I'd rather not go into the game. <laughs> and, and Jeremy Pruitt just said, "Get out." And Bro Brosky walked to the locker he room said, in the
0: middle of the game. He says, "Okay, All right. I, ain't All no right. thing." <laughs> it's coming. I would, We're Jeremy- I would say,
1: has there ever been a more Tennessee thing to happen? But the there answer was is yes. in this game. There the answer was is yes. A more yeah. Um the answer is oh, absolutely yes.
0: Uh, um Pruitt's going to hit somebody soon people and when he it's does it's coming. I, it's coming. I mean, I don't know how they're going to try to hide it or or what good old Phillip's going to do. Like uh
1: At this point, if you're the Tennessee Athletic Department, I feel like you just come out and go, "Damn right he hit somebody." <laughs> like, you just em- you just embrace it.
0: <laughs> yeah. At this point, what do you do?
1: You just, you can't. You you just, no, you just embrace it. You can't fire him. Like this is your guy. This, this is your the guy because you your wagon to. Because also you so, tried,
0: you've tried every other position. You've tried every other person at the position. You know that no one wants to take this job. Jeremy's literally the only person that will take it. So you've, you've offered fired him. it to
1: every human being east of the Mississippi. Correct. It is. Yeah. And yeah, you can't fire him. At this point, you just send letters to recruits and be like, don't you want to play for somebody that will punch you in the face? Don't you want to do that, or are you not a man? If you're a real man, you come to Tennessee and let your coach punch you in the face. You will
0: take a beating, and you will like it.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Remember when that guy was running into the end zone to score Tennessee's first and what would have been only Only, touchdown of of the game? Do you remember when he was sprinting free into the end zone, and then somebody caught him from the side, and he just vomited the ball out the back of that end zone? That
0: tight end, I laughed. He was my wife was asleep.
1: My wife was asleep next to me on the couch, and I laughed so hard I woke her up when that guy fumbled out of the back of the end zone because there just was nothing more perfect. Than watching Tennessee fumble oh the ball out of the end zone God. when they're about to score a touchdown. The, the,
0: the tight end, I think it was a big old tight end, big old Haas trying to motor down the sideline, couldn't do it. Yeah, and uh, he he put it out of the back of the end zone, and he, I think for a moment he got up and looked at the sideline, and he knew what we were talking about, and he was like, I don't, hey, can I can I come to you guys' sideline? Like, is it is, is it, it cool yeah. if I just can I go back with you? Because because coach over there and he's yeah. he's got a whiteboard. He's not.
1: On. He's not gonna ask me. He's already asked. He already asked Nickel, <laughs> my buddy Nickel, to go to the locker room. I don't know what... I don't know what he's going to ask me. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do to me. Um, oh, my gosh. Jeez. Tennessee. And then they cut to, like, Guarantano's face after that. And yeah. just the... He didn't even look mad. No. He just looked sad. He just looked real sad. like Like he knew that was my chance to throw a touchdown
0: pass. That's and, it. And then that's... That's it. By the way, really quick, I, it's fun being up on Tennessee because they're awful, uh, but did you see, I don't even know the guy's name, the D-end, who rolled up on his leg after the throw, that he threw his body into Garantano's leg after he threw? It, Florida just being Florida, still doing your thing, Florida, still... Florida. still being Mullen esque,
1: it just you was can, his name. Was his name Brandon Spikes? Is yeah. that his name? The oh, guy wait. that rolled up on Guerantano's leg? Yeah, no, because that's no. A, that's a that's a, that's a has got Brandon Spikes written all over
0: all it. over it. Uh, dirty plays after there's, dirty plays. Mm, there's nobody There's nobody more Tennessee than Tennessee, Clint, but there's nobody. Nobody. No, it's Florida. fun. You want to talk about a fun podcast. We're, we just talked about Tennessee for a while. I'm back into a good mood. I'm back to excitement. I think we're going to – now Now my hope has sprung anew because of Tennessee. But you want to see – get real excited. Florida fan, hello. We'll, we'll get to you in a couple weeks. <sighs> uh we gonna
1: win this game by more or less than forty one points. Oh my gosh, uh, Daniel, Daniel, this, this just, I hate, I almost hate the timing of the game because Tennessee's yeah. never looked worse in the history of their program no. than they did against Florida, and Kirby, everyone knows, is going to be coaching like a man whose literal hair is on literal fire this week. Uh, And so all of the signs point to we are going to beat the crap out of Tennessee this weekend. I'm not saying we're not, but I just hate going into a game thinking we got to win by 45 or I'm going to be just like, let's just don't, I don't, we don't have to win by 45. Listen, no, we are going to beat Tennessee badly, though. Yes or no? uh, Yes.
0: I believe we're going to beat Tennessee. Everything I just talked about, my, my reservations on this team, not this week. Not this week at all. I fear for Tennessee players, you're just going to get a beating, and it's going to be relentless. And I don't know how you're going to stop Chaney from rectifying all his mistakes and Kirby from continuing to coach you up every moment of the game. And it's going to be glorious for me to watch. I can't wait for this game. I need it to be here so bad tomorrow. I, I can't
1: wait till I can't wait till Saturday, man. This is just because Georgia fans, listen, we're, we're gonna we're here, we're in it for you, we're in it with you. We want the national championship. We yes. want the college football playoff. We want that national championship. We know, like, we're all looking for the same thing here. Mm-hmm. And 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 beating Tennessee this week is not winning the national championship, but Georgia fans. It's still beating Tennessee, okay. Like let's don't, let's don't get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's don't get too big for our own britches. Let's just let's remember, every time you beat Tennessee, it's just an angel a, a gets homeless a, chi- a home. A homeless child is provided a warm meal and a place to live. There's just every time mm. you beat Tennessee, a puppy is adopted in the mm. United States. Mm, keep every going. time. Every time you beat Tennessee, a stand-up comedian who's struggling to find a joke thinks of something funny. Mm. It's just every time you beat Tennessee, good things happen, people. And this this week is going to be a week where
0: I suspect a lot, a lot, a lot of good. Lot.
1: Of good things. A lot of goodness. Are going to happen, man. Tinkerbell
0: is flying around, making dreams come true, left and right people. Because you
1: want to talk about a team you can just stack the box against and put your receivers out there on an island. I'm sorry, but we think Guarantano is going to pick us apart. That nah. secondary.
0: Not DeAndre. Yeah. DeAndre. Just... DeAndre goes to coach and says, hey, coach, hey coach, here's the deal. You put anybody in zone on my side, we're going to have words just to let you know yeah. you throw everybody any you got. play
1: any play that jr Reed's not run blitzing coach we're gonna have a problem <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a problem because I don't need him over here I don't want him over here I don't want him
0: right he, he right. gets in my way and if I and see Lecount back there shadowing my side we really gonna have words
1: <sighs> oh gosh uh you got anything else you got anything else? I'm For just, the people I, this week, it's it's going to be a fun show on Thursday, Clint. Thursday is going to be, be a fun, fun show. On, it's going to be so much on fun. Thursday.
0: This Tennessee week, and I hear your point that you wish it came at a different time. I'm thrilled Tennessee's coming this week. I need Tennessee to be this week. We need after, it, don't we? I'm so glad it's not Vandy this week and no, Tennessee next week.
1: No, no. I need the Tennessee game right now no? because I need that little extra on. And my goodness, as a man who lives in Tennessee, that little extra
0: oomph is everywhere around me yes, at is. all times. Yes, it is. I got oh. nothing else, though. Daniel, send us home. All right, uh,
1: folks. Let's. Um, don't forget, as always, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We appreciate that. Um, hopefully, our negativity did not bum you out. Because, look, we get it. We're here for the dogs, just like you are. We're optimistic about the way the rest of the season is going to go, as much as we are. We were frustrated by Saturday, as I'm sure you were as well. But this week is Tennessee. Channel all of your hostility away from Jim Chaney, mm-hmm. away from the defensive line, and channel it directly to where it belongs, which is the sewage dump that is knoxville tennessee Mm. the armpit of america my my armpit Uh, takes offense by that but yes it should it should uh we will be back on thursday with more locks with more picks and with much much more talk about how disgusting tennessee is and we will talk to you guys then